The following podcast is part of the MindBodySpirit.fm podcast network. Meditation doesn't have to be a solo practice. Meditation is more fun with friends. Looking for a way to drop in and hang out at the same time? Join us online at Omega Institute for a meditation party with self-proclaimed meditation nerds Dan Harris, host of the 10% Happier podcast, Sabene Selassie and Jeff Warren. This three-day retreat will stream live from Omega's Hudson Valley Campus, May 17th to 19th. Don't miss the party. Reserve your spot at eomega.org slash party today. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Welcome to A Gut Feeling. I'm your host, Jacqueline Renee, holistic health coach with a very extreme passion for gut health. I've made it my mission to help you get to the bottom, pun definitely intended, of all your digestive distress. My intention is to be completely transparent about what it truly takes to get your gut back on track. Hey guys, I'm here for my very first podcast. I'm so excited. We decided to go with the name A Gut Feeling because we are going to talk so much about how the gut and the brain are directly connected and intuition and all the things that come with how we fix our gut and our brain at the same time. So thank you so much for everybody that contributed to this amazing name. I'm so excited to get started. So full disclosure, I do have a little bit of a potty mouth. However, this is a very PG radio station. But, you know, get your mind out of the gutter. It's not really the potty mouth you're thinking of. What I'm going to be discussing a lot of is constipation, diarrhea, gas, bloating. We're digging into all of the digestive distress and gut symptoms. And, you know, we're just going to have to get comfortable with being uncomfortable. A lot of times these things are difficult for people to discuss. I know they were for me. When you're struggling, it's it's really difficult. So I want to help you decode your symptoms, help you understand what's going on with your body so that you can start healing just like I did. So a little bit about me before we begin on our journey together. Um, you know, I'm no stranger to digestive distress too. I've been sick since I was a kid. And I was bounced around from doctor to doctor, you know, in the 80s and 90s. I'm dating myself here, but in the 80s and 90s, there wasn't really a lot of research around gut health. Um, IBS was the big thing. And so if you had some kind of symptom, it was kind of blanketed under that term. And there wasn't really anything to fix it. A few digestive things you could do, you know, maybe a little change of diet, but nothing really big. Um, and that that was a bummer. You know, I lived a life of constant pain, stress, worry, and that really wore on me. Um, for any of the 
uh, any of you guys that are experiencing digestive issues, you know that it's a mental game too, that it can play a part into your stress and anxiety on a daily basis when you feel uncomfortable in your own skin. So, you know, my heart goes out to you, but also this is exactly what drives me to do things like create a podcast or have a website or take clients because I want to help you heal the same way that I did. And, you know, it doesn't happen overnight. Once I stepped into holistic medicine, excuse me, in my early 20s, I really understood what it truly takes to heal the body. And again, it doesn't happen overnight. It's little by little on this holistic journey. And, um, you know, I'm excited to share it with you. One of the biggest things that happened in my life, you know, from every big aha moment, I truly believe it comes from hitting rock bottom. So, you know, if any of you out there listening that have hit rock bottom, you know exactly what comes after that. Um, usually it's like a hard, arduous, painful trek up the mountain to get better. And so this is exactly what happened to me. You know, about 10 years ago, I remember hitting rock bottom. Um, the pain and discomfort that I experienced from all my digestive issues and my mental um, Mental distress was, you know, overtaking on my life. It took me down and I just, you know, I didn't really want to be around anymore. I didn't want to be alive because being alive was harder for me than just giving up. But, you know, when you get to this place, there are ways for you to get out of it. There's ways for you to get help. And I'm happy to be here bringing you some of the information that'll get you there. Um, so this this one story in particular that I wanna share with you guys when I hit rock bottom was um, I had a flare up. So for any of you guys who have diagnosis like IBS, IBD, Crohn's colitis, you know exactly what a flare up is. Um, and for those of you that don't, it's when out of nowhere, your symptoms get extremely irritated and it's the only thing that you can do is just be with yourself and lay down and you know you can't think you can't really go to work you're just in this state of inflammation and so I remember I was having a really big flare-up and it was a really stressful week at work um, at the time I was a hairstylist for those of you who don't know I was a hairstylist for 10 years in another life it was just it seems like a lifetime ago um, and that was a stressful job in itself you know around chemicals all the time and long hours skipping lunch and then coming home and inhaling food you know I at the time also smoked cigarettes and drank a ton of wine I know it sounds crazy to think that but yeah I was I was in it I was in a bad place so I'm in I'm sitting in my closet I'm supposed to be at my friends in maybe you know, half hour, hour, but I'm paralyzed. I'm in so much pain. I have so much anxiety. I just cannot get out of it. And, you know, at the time, my friends and my ex-husband are trying to coach me out of it. But you'll, you know, when you're in that state, there's nothing you can really do. And, you know, I was really sensitive that night for another couple days. And then I just woke up one day, which was a Sunday to be exact. And I just said, okay, I can't do this anymore. Well, actually I said a word I'm not allowed to say, but you know, <laughs> I said, I couldn't do this anymore and this is it and this is what I need to do from here. And I made a direct plan to quit the profession that I was in. I, I quit hair at the age of 30 and I decided to immerse myself in a life of healthy nutrition, holistic lifestyle, and do all the research that I needed to do. 
At that time, I was connected with a very amazing naturopath who I consider to be my angel of life, Dr. Ellen Kahn. Um, she still practices in West Bloomfield, which is amazing, you know, part time, but she's she was an angel and she was the one who really led me to this life of holistic nutrition. We all need an angel in our life, like a living angel that helps us get there. And she was the, the direct person that led me to this lifestyle. So, you know, little by little, day by day, I was picking up the pieces and, you know, just researching everything that it took to really heal your gut and looking at different things that, um, you know, sort of affected it. How was it affected on a daily basis? And it really comes down to this. Our whole body, our whole system, which is a very complex system, is, is affected by three major things environmental toxins, our lifestyle, which is how we work, how we deal with things, and our nutrition, and the food that we eat. And food really is medicine, and it can be your, you know, the worst thing you can do for your body, something can be triggering for you, or it can be the most healing thing for you. But the important thing to know about that is one person's food can be another person's poison. And from there, I found out that poison for me was gluten. I was, I'm Italian. I eat, I was eating a ton of pasta, a ton of bread. Um, we love the lifestyle. We love to eat it all, but it was poison for me. And when I, how I knew, um, how she knew really that I had a gluten allergy was because it would um, take me down mentally. It would cause a lot of stress, brain fog where I couldn't concentrate. I would feel very achy and painful all over my body. And then it would ignite a myriad of digestive issues. If it you know, wasn't constipation, it was diarrhea or gas or bloating, I was always uncomfortable. So that was really just the, the beginning of it. Taking gluten out was just the beginning. And by no means am I saying that to all of you taking gluten out of your diet is the end all be all. However, it is, it does play a part if you have digestive issues because gluten can be very inflammatory. It's just changed as a product of the US, but it may or may not be what you need for you. It just was for me, but that was only the beginning of a very long journey of healing my gut. So, you know, for those of you that are listening and joining me that you are looking for your defining aha moment, I hope that this is really it, that you can see that you know, if I can come back from it and many of my clients can come back from it, then you can too. And this can be really truly the beginning of your healing journey here, right? So how did I get back on my feet? Because that's what I get asked a lot. What did you do? What did you start with besides cutting gluten? Are there other ways to do it? And what it really came down to, to be very honest, is just going back to basics. We tend to skip. <laughs> basics so much because we want the quick fix, right? I saw this meme the other day. It was just like a drawing. And on the left side, it was a window that said, you know, quick fix. And there, the line was out the door where it was just like, take a pill, quick fix, fix yourself. And on the other side, the window was empty. And the little guy that was in the window kind of looked discouraged. And above it said, change your, change your lifestyle. No one was in that line, although I'd be in that line now. And, and definitely we want everybody in that line eventually. But it's true. We want quick fixes. We want to get to the bottom of it as fast as possible. But it's not 
that easy. We have to take small steps to get ourselves. So if you're listening for digestive health, but also you have other stuff going on, like hormonal imbalance or weight loss resistance or you know anxiety, stress, whatever you're going through, male or female, we have to take these steps slowly to get to where we need to be. Um, so doing a drastic diet and saying we're gonna do all this stuff, you know, 2020 and you know, new year, new you, all this stuff, it's it's not sustainable. We have to go little by little. So I began to do research to take control of my body. And what I just found was incredible. I realized that there is one simple step to healing your digestive issues that all of us were completely forgetting. And that is something that we learned when we were only one or two years old. Okay, are you guys ready for this? It's chewing. Simply put, we are not chewing our food anymore. So what I wanna explain to you guys is, I wanna explain the digestive process first, and then this will help you understand exactly why you need to be chewing your food, okay? So when we digest our food, we start in the mouth. We smell the food, it ignites our salivary glands, and the salivary glands start to mix with our teeth to create digestive enzymes to break down our food. Well, what do we normally do, right? We're eating in the car or we're eating in front of our desk or we're rushing from one thing to the other. Or now we're just drinking smoothies for every meal because it's easy to do on the go or we're grabbing a bar and we're forgetting this very important process, this very basic process of chewing our food. Number one, if we skip that process and we don't break it down, then undigested particles can get into our esophagus, which is the next step of our digestive process. And the more that undigested food starts to go through our, our system, the harder it is for it to break down, thus creating inflammation, which really inflammation is the root cause of all disease. So, okay, so we break down our food in our mouth, then it goes through our esophagus, and then it gets dumped into our stomach. In the stomach, so a couple things happen, but I like to call the next step process the Destiny's Child process for those of you that know my girl Beyonce and her old group Destiny's Child, because it's involved with three organs, the liver, the pancreas, and the gallbladder. And the liver being the biggest is the Beyonce. And then we have our pancreas and our gallbladder, which we call Kelly and Michelle, the destiny's child of digestion. Each of these are responsible for secreting different digestive enzymes or pushing things through in a proper way, digesting fats, making them fat soluble, handling sugars. All of these kind of do their little dance, their stage and, uh, stage and show for us to digest our food from the stomach and then put that digested food into our intestines from mouth or insertion of food to it gets to the food getting into our intestines takes four hours that's kind of a long time if you think about it you know sometimes we're eating every two or we're snacking all day but if you eat breakfast at eight your food is completely digested into your intestines by noon right so when we eat well, we chew our food and we um, do all these things, the process is great. We don't have any gas or bloating. We get, you know, we're digesting our food. The food is going in. There's no inflammation. We're working from there. It's basically all 
going well, the process is going well, or as we could say, the show goes on really well. So from there, things are good. How do things go wrong is really what we're trying to look at so we can see how we can stop the digestive process from going wrong, okay? So let's go back to our basics of chewing, which is the most important thing. And yes, the homework I'm gonna give you for today later, you listen to my podcast, you get homework for sure. So if you skip that process like I was discussing before when we're chewing our food and we don't break it down and the undigested food makes it to the stomach, then it starts to overload Destiny's Child, if you will, with too much work. So the same way is if you're sitting at your desk right now listening to this and your boss comes in and keeps piling work on your desk, he keeps, you know, here's another file, another file, another file, and you're thinking, there's no way I'm gonna get through all this work today. And what you really wanna do is just quit, right? You just wanna quit your job or, or say, screw it, I'm not gonna finish this. That's what your organs do when undigested food comes in. And so instead of processing it and nourishing your body with these vitamins and nutrients, it's like, mm, okay, you know what? I'm just going to forget it and I'm going to dump it into fat and you're going to skip out on a lot of these vitamins and nutrients we should be absorbing from this. Okay. So that's where, that's the beginning of the process for us. And I'm going to get back to that in a minute because I want to break down what happens with our nervous system when we do this too. Okay, so remember in the beginning I talked about the brain-gut connection. Our gut and our brain are so directly connected. In fact, the gut is called our second brain. And I really truly believe it's almost as powerful or even more powerful than our first brain because of how many, um, how much digestive distress has come up over time because of all these toxic triggers we're exposed to, that it's controlling a lot of what's going on. So the nervous system is comprised of two very important subsystems, your parasympathetic nervous system and your sympathetic nervous system. The parasympathetic nervous system is your rest and digest. So remember earlier how I said, you chew your food and then it goes through your esophagus, it does the Destiny's Child dance and then it goes into your intestines. That four hour process is really rest and digest because it's resting and digesting your food. The sympathetic nervous system is fight or flight, which we are all very familiar with, right? We stress, we ignite our fight or flight response. Back in the day, our fight or, fight, fight or flight response was very important. We needed it because it was to help us run away from a saber-toothed tiger or run fast enough to get our food. But in modern day society, we are exposed to so much stress on a daily basis and, you know, um, and pings and emails and calls and texts and bosses and everything that you know contributes to our daily stress that we're igniting this fight or flight response all day long and the more it ignites the more it wants to shut down your digestive system because we're not in that parasympathetic state of rest and digest so when you're in the state of fight or flight what I'm truly saying is your digestive system shuts down and does not digest your food, thus creating what I explained before, gas, bloating, constipation, diarrhea. So I'm hoping that's part of your aha moment of today for you to realize how this is all so interconnected. And over the course of my podcast, I will definitely be digging into the brain and gut connection a lot more. But today, 
I want to bring it together between those two things. Our mindful eating, chewing our food, you know, being in a state of, of complete calm when we're eating and igniting our fight or flight response. These are two opposite things that we really need to be very aware of, okay? So the homework that we're going to do is to really put a focus on our mindful eating. If your uh, digestive system shuts down when you're multitasking, such as working on your computer, you know, scrolling through social media, you know, um, maybe you're stressed about something and you're stress eating really fast, your kids are yelling, whatever all those outside sources may be, we need to take them away but I know that it's really hard to do all the time every day. So I want you to focus on one meal. We're going back to basics, right? Simple, small, little changes. So your homework is to do your breakfast, one meal a day in a very mindful state. Sit down, no distractions. Chew your food 15 to 20 times. And I'm being easy on you guys because it's really 25. But by that time, you'll make your jaw very sore and you'll feel really weird for a little bit. So we're going to kind of ease into it. Try about 15, 20 times. And I promise you, this is going to start to put your digestion in the right way or set it off so that you can start to digest your food a lot better. And then I really want you to focus as you're eating to say, you know, am I full or do I need more food? A lot of times we overeat and that brain gut connection kicks in because we're eating so fast. We're inhaling our food because we have two minutes to eat that our brain doesn't even catch up to our gut. And so then we end up overeating because we think we're still hungry, even though the process, the digestive process is happening and we haven't, the brain hasn't caught up. And now we're thinking, okay, well, I'm just going to keep eating until my gut tells me I'm full. But if your gut tells you you're full, it's because you need to unbutton those jeans. And that is not where we want to be. We've gone too far. You've definitely gone too far. So we want to start with this one meal in the morning where we have a great space. So two years ago, I went to the Mind Body Green Summit and it was an incredible experience for me. I got to be in contact with so many amazing doctors, health professionals, nutritionists. It was like a little, you know, I was I was just in heaven. It was like meeting all of my health and wellness idols like Dr. Will Cole and Dr. Mark Hyman was there. I mean, it was amazing for any of you, those um, in the inflammatory and gut health world. Those are big names. And there were a couple of neurologists there. It was a married couple and they run an Alzheimer's um, Alzheimer's Prevention Center in Texas. And it's one of the hugest in the country. It's really incredible. And they were up on stage and Jason Wachow from Mind Body Green was um, interviewing them. And it was one of the most riveting interviews because they were talking about preventing Alzheimer's, which is what we all wanna do. And Jason said to them, what is the one thing that we can do to prevent Alzheimer's? And they just looked at him and they looked at the audience and they said to stop multitasking. That is it on a very basic level. You have two brilliant neurologists that are, you know, and we're all leaning in thinking, what are they gonna say? It's gonna be like eat kale every day or, you know, cut back on alcohol, anything that they would say, anything we thought we wanted to hear. And they said, we are constantly multitasking whether we feel we're doing it or not. And we're limiting our brain 
by doing things half, you know, like kind of at half capacity or even an eighth of a capacity. If you have 10 screens open and you're checking an email and then you get a text message and then you're eating a bite of your protein bar and so many things going on that the brain is overloaded, just like, you know, good old Destiny's Child from earlier is overloaded. And when we do these things, it kind of chips away a little bit at the brain over time. And so as we go into this homework of mindful eating and chewing and allowing our body to get into our parasympathetic nervous system, our rest and digest more, then we're calming the brain, we're calming the nervous system, we're calming the gut, thus beginning our body setting motion in this healing journey which is the most important thing, right? That's why you're here. That's why you're listening to me. And that's why we need to do these things moving forward. So I really encourage you guys to, you know, to do this homework, to set off on this path. And as we kind of dig into all different things, all different aspects of the gut, I want you to remain focused on this one thing, to keep it basic. I know the information out there is overwhelming. I was overwhelmed when I started and, I, and I'm overwhelmed today and I'm still, and I'm in the industry. But the more you take it back to the basics, the more you go step by step, the, the easier it's going to be for you to take this journey. Getting overwhelmed with things, allowing other people to kind of say, you should do this, you should do that is so, it's just, it's too much. So focus on yourself. It's all about bio-individuality. Take what you need from this podcast or another book or whatever you need for you. You have the best intuition inside yourself and you know what you need. So trust your gut, which was another name we almost did. Use your gut feeling and follow, just follow your intuition on this path and um, you know if you ever have a question or you need anything you know you can always contact me and I hope that I can help you in this journey so if you guys are hungry for more and you want more information you can head over to my website JacquelineReneeWellness.com which will have all these links um, in the show link or in the show links too for you there is a great free guide called beat the bloat with a seven-day gut cleanse which is awesome you can get that for free by signing up for my email newsletter. If you're not following me on the gram, you ha can follow me there at Jacqueline Renee Wellness. Same on Facebook, Jacqueline Renee Wellness. And if you're looking for some wellness workshops or want to attend a class in person, you can find me at theclassroomberkeley.com on that website. Thank you guys so much for listening and good luck to you on your journey. Be well and happy healing. What is it you really want in life? No matter what you've been through, you can still achieve it. I'm Sandra Ann Taylor, and in my Energy Activation podcast, we'll explore the science of manifestation, and I'll give you specific techniques to shift your energy in order to make your dreams a reality. I also do live energy readings, and you can be a part of the show by emailing your questions to me at sandrataylor.net. Join me on the mindbodyspirit.fm podcast network or wherever you get your podcasts.